0: Hey, I'm Rebecca Nanjago. Welcome to the Connectivity Podcast. We may not realize it, but we are always looking for connection, genuine human connection. This show will help you feel connected to yourself and to others through deep, meaningful conversations about life and what makes all of us human. So grab some tea, cozy up, app, and get ready to feel inspired, challenged, and connected. This is the Connectivity Podcast.
1: Hey, hey, my friends, welcome back to another episode of the Connectivity Podcast. So today I'll be speaking to Pesh Ahumuza on sisterhood and female friendships. Why do women put such an emphasis on female friendships? Do we really need close friends or is it part of a selective narrative? And why does the breakup of a close friendship hurt so much? this and so much more is something that we'll be speaking about today with pesh pesh ahumusa is a digital communications consultant she works with adfield institute of design and takuimo africa a data visualization and engagement toolkit for civil society organization and their development partners she has experience in social media marketing and influencer marketing she also started UOT Marketplace and UOT Market Day to support small businesses in Uganda. She is a feminist and also started body, and also started a body positivity campaign called Wear That Mini, which encourages women to love their bodies. But before we get into our conversation today with pesh one of the things that i want to ask of you is if you're listening to this episode and you haven't yet rated reviewed subscribed or even shared this show with a friend pause right here right now and do any of those four things i really appreciate people that subscribe and review the podcast because the more and more people do that the more this podcast is uh broadcast and suggested to other people in the audience that may benefit from it all right let me welcome Pesh welcome Pesh to connectivity
2: thank you thank you so much for having me Rebecca
1: oh man I'm so excited to have you here I'm so excited to (laughs) dig into this conversation
2: It is a conversation that I like so much. So definitely I'm happy to be here.
1: So how do you describe yourself as a human being?
2: Hmm. That is something that I usually find very hard to define because usually um, it's easier to define yourself according to work. I work here, I do this, I do that. But then usually we don't know ourselves. So I'd say... um, Page is uh, <laughs> it's a tough question. <laughs> it got me thinking about the things that I do. I would say I'm an ambivalent. I don't know if it's, it's a real word. I'm very, I'm very, I love my space. I love staying indoors. But when I'm in a space where I'm comfortable, I can be very loud and bubbly and cheeky. I make the weirdest jokes in the group. So, <laughs> yeah, I think that gives me, I'm, yeah, that's, that's basically Pesh. I do love my space. I do love to stay away. I do love to figure out things, fix things, and usually looked at as the mother in the group and all those things. Mm-hmm. But also when you stay away from that, I, um, I love my work a lot. And I think it has described me for a very long time. It's a good thing. But yeah, my work, my work kind of describes me a lot. Yeah.
1: Okay. Fair enough. At least we got something about being an ambivert. <laughs> That's great insight.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of friendships, can you remember the first friend you ever met?
2: Hmm. I, I honestly don't remember. I feel like it's been long because uh, we moved a, around a lot when I was younger. Um, I think when I first realized making friends and all that, we were staying in fort, my mom and I. And then of late, just memories keep coming back to me. But I can't really point out that I had this. What I know is that I had a group of friends. I just can't remember the names. I can't lie. That's the weird thing that when you brought this up and I was like, I don't think I remember what her name was, my first friend. I really don't. But I do remember my friends in high school. I do remember my friends later in primary. But the first friend, no, I do not. I think mm. that's why it's it's of let my mom, not of let My mom always says that it's very hard for me to keep friendships. Like someone pisses me off and I'm off and I disappear, <laughs> mm. <laughs> which I've been trying to work on because it has been it's always easy for me to walk away from things that I find inconveniencing, especially relationships, friendships. I just disappear okay. from that. So my mom always said, oh, my God, you actually disappear from friendships. You actually um, disappear from these kind of engagements. And that's the kind of thing that I have been doing.
1: That's really interesting because um, I'm thinking maybe the move, if you moved a lot as a child, then maybe it had a bit of an effect because then uh, you did not get time to nurture friends or have friends for a long period of time because as you are starting to warm up to a community then you're in the move so that may be something that um, could have affected uh, you in a sense that now like when you can't stand something you're like you know what I'm gone long gone
2: (laughs) yeah um, the other thing was as an as an only child for a very long time and as a loner uh, as the kid that you live in the house and you find exactly where like you leave me there and you find exactly there. It is so bad that I never even used to play games. You get like, you know, how kids, like when you look at your legs, you have those tiny, tiny scars and all that. I do not have that. So that kind of says a lot about my childhood and being an only child. So I think that's also speaks into how it is easy for me to step away from the group, go quiet and do things on my own because a very long time I only know how to do things on my own yeah yes yeah.
1: well, that makes so much sense uh you and your mom are you close
2: uh in a deputy parent kind of way you know like how fast born child becomes a deputy parent I think I think that kind of also affects the dynamics because you stop looking at her as parent, parent, but you look at someone you take care of, that kind of, like, affects the dynamics at one point. But, yeah, we do talk about certain things here and there, yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. Mm. That's so, so interesting, so interesting how everybody has a different experience. Like, something happened so early that defines so much of how we are as adults yeah yeah so tell me about like the friendships you can remember say in high school or later primary and maybe how those have evolved uh in comparison to your adult friendships
2: from being an only kid a loner and all that i kind of evolved into the boy, the mm-hmm. one of the boys in the, in the group the you know, like the, the girl who doesn't want to wear pink the girl who wants to hang out with the boys and probably play video games once in a while or do those things that is the kind of kid I evolved into so I had more of friends with boys when I was younger than the girls to an extent that my mom I had a friend called Galib, who was a Muslim and my mom wants to phone with a with a Quran she thought I was going to change into a <laughs> Muslim. <laughs> she was so mad. Like, no, I'll just get it from this is in second. I just get it from Galib I'm just going to read about it. it's nothing. serious. I couldn't even understand the language, which was ridiculous. But yeah, um, I think I was closer to the boys when I was younger. Also, then in high school, there's this whole thing of girls are dramatic, girls have a lot of drama. Uh, it's easier to be friends with boys than with girls, yeah. which I've realized actually a lot when you grow up, when you're older so i um i i had more of, of male friends than younger, even up to now when i look back the people who were really close were actually boys I had a few girls but one would have misunderstandings that's it hmm. that's it like i just disappear from that if i can't solve it if i can't fix it i'll disappear and i have a tendency of apologizing even when I knew what i'm not in wrong and when I know I'm working wrong and I apologize, yes, I'll apologize Yes, that will end, but I'll kind of disappear from the conversation. So oh, from the friendships and, and, the, and all that. So that was pretty much the dynamics of my friendship when I was still young. Mm-hmm. It was more of retreat, especially around women. And also even when I grew older, my mom had kids around, There were boys. Mm-hmm. So boys have been more my friend to us. Boys are more my friends, and as younger as compared to now, I have a huge group of women who are actually friends. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: what do you think changed? Why? What was the shift?
2: Um, I I realized that well, I feminism has been really a huge part of this because you learn a lot when you read about families. It's not just, um, it's, it's, it's always encouraging us to make more friends with women because you need the people who protect you. At the end of the day, the women will understand what you're going through. At the end of the day, it's the women who are going to stand up for you. And to be honest, the things that I have gone through most of the times is the women who have shown up for me, especially in my adulthood. Um, you'll have your misunderstandings here's the thing that i i learned that we are really women we are taught to easily figure out and fix our relationships with men um but the one time your friend talks about you and that's it that relationship is done so we give more grace we are ready to be kind and gracious to every other person except our kind Mm -hmm. yeah and then we forget that these relationships, just like the relationships at work, the relationships in marriage and everything, you have to put in the work. Yeah. You have to put in the work. And that is not something that we usually do with our female friendships, yeah? The moment you hear that taste talked about you, you cancel that, you're like, she's a bitch, she does this. And it's always a competition of you're competing for jobs, you're competing for men, you're competing how you look online. It's a whole competition yet in actual sense you just have to work together and do better and that's something I'm trying to build. that let's join a hand you are good at this and I'm good at this why don't we work together yeah if we have a misunderstanding if I have a misunderstanding with my boyfriend I'm going to see them, talk to them right so why don't I also talk to you yeah so that is something that I figured out as I grew older and I think as I read more on um feminist relationships, uh, feminism perspectives on relationships with women and all that. So I think that changed my perspective on friendship as compared to what I used to do in Azianda.
1: Yeah. I also think that, you know, women friendships are considered uh, dramatic because honestly, in comparison to male friendships, female friendships are more invested. Like, Women go all the way, like we, like you know, we speak our hearts and we go all the way in our friendships, yeah. while yeah. men stay on the surface. Yeah. And because they stay on the surface, they can stay on the surface for years, and they won't know what's going on. And so their friendships seem less dramatic, but because there's mu- there's not much they're speaking about, save for just like I don't know probably football and just like politi- like day-to-day affairs, but they're not going in depth. So I think that's the exactly. thing that makes uh, female friendships uh, very, they can be very intense because of that.
2: I'd say, um, you know how when you are dating, especially in the modern day, you share these intimate photos and all that, yeah? And when you break up, someone is trying to use that against you. You get my point. Yeah. Someone's trying to use the kind of information that they've gotten about you against you. So the same thing that happens in in relationships, like when you break up and then you're saying all these things about each other, that's the same thing that's going to happen with your relationships with fellow women. It's simple, it's a relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I become close to you, Rebecca, I'm going to tell you everything about me. I'll even tell you when I'm pregnant and I get an abortion. You get my point? Yeah. So if we ever fall out, that is ammunition. Uh-huh. the times as vulnerable with you that is ammunition which is i hate that we are making these comparisons but and well that's a comparison I have to make uh-huh. with friendships with men it's very rare to find that they have those kinds of things they'll be friends for years and the person doesn't even know the other person's last name right yeah they don't even know where you stay i have my friend's parents numbers in case of something and these are people I've met online yeah so that is that means a lot like we share a lot we talk a lot because at the end of the day these women other ones are going to show up for you so when you fall out definitely that's ammunition and if someone didn't really love you or if someone is really bitter I mean they might have loved you but then they are really hard. they're going to use that against you because they have their weaknesses people have weaknesses it's mm-hmm. like how your husband is going to go online and say all these things about you when you've broken up. It's the same thing. It's the same thing that's going to happen. It's just that we want to we want to shed a different kind of light on female friendships because we want to push this whole agenda um, about how women hate each other, women are their own worst enemies. Well, statistics according to the rape and mother are different. Mm-hmm. Of course, the same. I know women who, who take you through hell. I know women who will hire people to kill you. There are women out there, they there. Yeah. But then I also know men who are going to do that. So it's not something that is exclusively to women. Right. It is not. Even when it comes to men's friendships, when they are really close and they fall out, there'll be something. It might not be him talking about something, it might be violence. Mm-hmm. it might not be violence against you, it might be violence against the women in your life. So at the end of the day, it's collateral damage. Right. Yeah. We've yeah. been we've, we've seen so many women be collateral damage in 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 misunderstandings between men. I mean, it's, it's even in wars where women actually treated as collateral damage, hit the women and then like make weaken the community. That's how it is it, it works. Yeah? yeah. So at the end of the day we need to stop treating female friendships like something that, has, that that's alien. It's not. It's the same thing that we have at work. If you have a relationship with your boss, um, not a, a work relationship, obviously, and things have been going well, if you fall out at the end of the day, regardless of the relationship, whether it's a man, woman, whether it's work, whether it's, I don't know, any relationship, professional, marital, friendship. They will use something against you. So it's not something that comes out of the blue for women. Mm-hmm. It, it's not really. So we need to stop treating it like that. So tomorrow, if I if if we are friends and I do something to you, don't use that to judge all the other friendships with women. Mm. Because that's not how it is. Yeah. Pesh is different from faith, it's different from Rebecca and how they how they go through their friendships and how they deal with the handle hand things, especially mm-hmm. to sit down and talk, at what time yeah, especially going to disappear from this? Is she going to apologize? How are we going to handle this? At the end of the day, that is all that matters. Because if I had decided to <laughs> if I decided to say that, to judge all the women that come after a one, the one friend who has hurt me, and I say, all women are like that, yeah, then I wouldn't have the friends that I have right now. And they've helped me through so many things. They've helped me through so many things. They've taken me, they've held my hand. So it is very important to understand that all all relationships have their dynamics, but what is most important is that that information you're sharing, the times you're vulnerable, people will use it against you.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that it's also the importance of what you've just said is owning your story, you know? Because one of the things that I think has helped me in friendships is by the time I tell you something, by the time I tell you anything about me, I swear, even though you go to the rooftop and scream it out (laughs) to the world, right? I have accepted it. I have already owned it to the Mm -hmm. point that I know that in case anybody ever stands up and tries to use it against me or tries to call me out in a certain way, I am able to like uh, speak back. And I don't even want to say defend myself, but it's usually from a place of like, I've already healed and it's something behind me. Right. So I think also Anyway, there are stages of friendship. So you cannot know because you can be friends with someone for years and then something happens and, you know. Exactly. It's the same
2: thing with, um, with like, marriage, yeah? You see people who've been married. I mean, I haven't been married before, but I've seen people who are married and they're married for, what, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. And when they break up, oh, my God, it is so bad, mm-hmm. yeah? It is so bad. Yeah. But then we've seen people who have like the marriage has failed, the relationship has failed two months in, three months in, and they've handled it in a very mature way. They've sat down, understood, okay, this is not working, this friendship is not working, this marriage is not working, let us go up different paths. Yeah. I appreciate the memories I had with you, but this is not working. Yeah. Those things are happening. And it is very important if we cultivate them into our other relationships, especially relationships with women. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And I also feel like it's important for us to have more of these discussions because there's almost like a manual for everything, you know, like yeah. for a relationship, or you're, even at the back of your head, you're like always thinking, yeah, you know what? um a dude may cheat you know <laughs> he may leave yeah. me, like you, things like that yeah. with your parents yeah. you're like I cannot do these things to disappoint them and mm-hmm. stuff but with friendships there's almost no manual so most yeah. of the time we're just going with the flow we're just winging it and then you know all hell bro- breaks loose and the worst part is even like when all hell breaks loose you are not it's almost like society does not give the space for us to yeah. mourn, to mourn friendships. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, just move on or like, don't be clingy or like, it's like it was <laughs> nothing. And yet mm-hmm. I have found, I've lost one of my closest friends, love, still love her. But I feel yeah. like it hurt me deeper than any breakup with a uh, male, any romantic yep. relationship that friendship, the breakup of that friendship hurt me so deeply that I think I was depressed for like a space, like a space of time because (laughs) it's just like going crazy. I didn't understand why we're not speaking. I tried to reach out and and I was was just getting blanks, blanks, like I almost went to therapy for that thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just like, so sad like you don't know what to do you don't know mm. if you're over now whining about your friends who are there for you about a person who's yeah. not there for you like you just don't know what yeah. to do but the truth is it hurts and it hurts so bad
2: it does it does like I said friendships are relationships and I, f- I think we invest a lot more than we actually invest in um it's like you've invested so much in this friendship, but then you're not willing to give it the grace that you give a relationship with a man. Right. right. Yeah. Like a man will take his real back. He will bring 10 babies on your doorstep oh, and right. you'll take him back. <laughs> <laughs> but the one time your friend talks about you, the one time your friend slips up, then women are bitches and you're not willing to take them back. Why? Mm-hmm. yeah the one time your friend makes you feel a certain way they bully you or they say something definitely you need to speak up because you actually love about love this person and you care about them mm-hmm. i wish women were willing to give other women the grace they give men mm-hmm. because even not in in female in in male and female relationships uh, even when they're not dating just platonic relationships a man will do something to you you are like now, he's a man, yeah? But the woman, you put their back up there. But at the end of the day, they're still human and they're going to mess up. Yeah. You need to give them the grace that you give other people and other situations, yeah? At work, they'll take you through here and back and you still wake up and go, mm. yeah? And fix something. I mean, yeah, they're paying your bills. But still, your friend is your emotional support. We need to be willing to... This person that you told all these things about your life, that you shared all these amazing moments. This person with your matron at your wedding and all these things. But yeah. the one time they sleep her, you're like, no, nope, I'm done. All you throw out everything that you invested in this relationship. Yeah. It is going to break you. It is going to break you. It does break. You. It's just that we don't look at friendships like that. We don't give them the lens, the same lens that we give other relationships that we invest in yeah
1: yeah now let's just speak about like adult friendships is it Mm. it, do you find that it's easier to make friends now or is it more complicated and how do you go about it
2: i think it has been much easier now mostly because i've gotten out my books I've kind of like stepped one foot out of my loner box. I will not lie because probably when you see person, I like, oh my gosh, she's very bubbly and outgoing. No, I'm not. I am stay in the house, pajamas, movies kind of person. So there's a chance that my friends are going to be out and I will not go, and that that's not how friendships work. So that you kind of like disappear from the friendship like slowly, but. I think social media has kind of like made it easy to like talk to people, communicate to people. Right now, I have so many friends who have shown up for me in insane, life changing ways that I met on social media. So that's why I usually see, oh, you don't don't meet people on social media, people on social media. But no, people on social media are the people you work with. There are some people you party with, they are the same people it's just that now they are behind a phone so definitely um, it's easier for them to do things that they might not have done in person, but do not close yourself out on, friend- on people on social media and say our friendships from there are bad, no they're not I have people who have shown up for me, um, it's say face and Hazel have been really, really, really closely, I met-, I met them what, in 2018 I think, and I met them off Twitter, and right now they know everything about me like I might not I might do something today and not tell them today but two weeks or two months or two years later I'll be like so you remember this day I did this yeah and when we fight we sit down and talk about it of course we're not going to talk about it that day but we will get time and say hey this happened this is wrong I got hurt yeah yeah. If if we fail to resolve it, maybe we'll just walk our different ways. But at the end of the day, this has been this is an amazing friendship for me, and something that I would want for other women because you do need you do need women in your life. Women are going to support you and cheer for you and clap for you and hold you when you cry because they will be able to understand. Yeah, one day they'll use it against you. Yeah, you will not die. Mm. <laughs> That's the most important thing. You will yeah. not die. So. Yes, just to be vulnerable for once. It's nice to have people who support you. It's really, really amazing. It's really amazing because most of the times, um, I'd say even my feminist politics kind of like affect my friendships because of course there are friends who are not feminist. Yeah. So those dynamics that kind of like keep you away. So you need to understand there's this friend, Oh. This is a thing, sorry, I'm jumping all over the place, but okay. it's something I learned about adult friendships is compartmentalizing. You know, when you're still young, you mm-hmm. want your, your group of friends, the loner, the one you tell about your family, the one you party with, the one you do all these things with, and they come together in one house. You don't want that kind of chaos. So I kind of like try to comp- I mean, I still party with them, but... I'm not going to mix them in the same house because they're two completely different people. So Mm -hmm. I tried to separate them. There's a time I made sure I had uh, my birth birth week. So I made sure like Monday, this group of friends, Tuesday, this group of friends, like make sure I show up for all of them and I'm there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and then when you see your friend with someone else, then you get jealous. No, it's okay to have another friend. It's let, let them go out and explore the world. At the end of the day, are they there for you? Are they showing up for you? Are you showing up for them? Do you love them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is how it works. So I've kind of like learned that I don't mix up these relationships. I know there are certain places a certain group of friends will not go to. And there are certain places a certain group of friends will not go to. It's simple as that. Yeah. You need to understand the, the dynamics of your friendships. And usually they're like, oh my God, that group of friendships. Oh my God. Yes, maybe maybe Cynthia step, stepped out of that group and talked about us. It's fine. People talk. It's mm-hmm. not like men do not talk about each other. They do. Yeah, they do. It's just that it's not the lens that would look at male friendships and or female and male relationships. It's not the same lens that we use to look at women, uh, like the friendships between women. I think as an adult and learning to be more compassionate and more gracious and more loving and kind to women, that has helped me with friendships a lot. Because now I'm willing to put the same energy I put in a relationship, the same energy I'm going to put in a friendship. I'm going to show up for you. And if I fail and I slip up, I'm going to apologize. And there'll be days when you'll have to compromise for your friend. Yeah. You know, you do not party at Alchemist, <laughs> but your friend is hosting a, fr- a, a an event at Alchemist. You will show up at Alchemist for them. Mm. If you fail, then you'll talk to them and apologize. And so what that place kind of triggers me so I cannot show up. Mm. That kind of thing of like, you have to invest in, you have to put in the work for, re- for the relationship to actually work.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And I think the art of knowing how to compartment uh, I don't know how to say that word, how to put your
2: friends
1: friends in different compartments. Like it's so important because when you bring them to, like you can have a table of loved ones and it's all your friends. And then you Mm. can just see that it's a disaster. This one and this one are not gelling. This one thinks the other one is so loud. But for you, they're like, oh my God, I want one big family. Yeah, it usually happens with birthdays and things like that. And honestly, I learned so fast in my life. Like That is a skill every adult needs to have. Do not just mix people together.
2: (laughs) Yeah, because I know there are friends who are okay with me when we go out of bar one minute, I'm excited. The next minute, my then mm. I'm sitting in the corner on my phone, probably read, i read a book in a bar, so that's <sighs> how bad it is. Like, I'll just zone out. There are friends who understand that and they reach out when they need me. But mm. then there are friends who will be mad, mm. yeah? Who will be straight up mad if I do that. I can't mix up the tools. So when I'm ready to be excited and loud and all that, I'll go with the excited and loud. When I am ready to be excited, but Chilla, I will go with excited but chilla. Simple as that. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then mm. what do you have to say about I don't want to say values. Mm. I can't find I feel like values is a very strong word, but then I do not yeah. know, I, I can't find another word. Interest seems like also like it's not um, it's not enough. S- enough exactly.
2: Yeah.
1: Say, let's say politics, right? So mm-hmm. you stand for different camps, yeah.
0: but like,
1: yeah. how do you how how do you deal with that in a friendship? Because there are people that say I have okay, not real friends, but people who you've liked online, and you feel like there's something going on, like there's a mutual respect yeah. for each other, you know, work and stuff like yeah. that, and then you get say into a political debate. And say you probably post something, and someone says, "No, I don't think that's right," or something. Or actually, let's mm. even use feminism. You know, mm. Mm. Uh, someone will probably say, uh, "I don't like the fact that you know feminists do this." Or there's a different, mm. the different sex of feminism, and another person will probably say, "No, it's all one thing." And then you end up yeah. having a debate, and then with your friends, with your friends, and that. Mm. Strains the relationships in a way that you did not expect you get what I mean yeah. like yeah I find that okay personally in adult friendships I am able to just say yeah we can agree to disagree but like mm. we're, we're still good but I've found yeah. I've found that that's not a trait that many people have some people you actually have to agree with them a hundred percent like yeah, being there, have similar political beliefs, have similar mm. everything for mm. it to work. And for and maybe from the beginning, you may you may have had a lot of similarities, but then this one thing mm. happens that has nothing to do with a friendship. It has absurd. Yeah. it's like an outside situation, but then it enters the thing and then it just yeah, it crumbles from
2: there. All right, when it comes to when it comes to my feminist politics, I'm very rigid um, because most of the things that we are fighting for have led to women's death. That is not something I'm going to, uh, we can agree to disagree. I'm not, go- we're not going to, we can agree to disagree on rape. We're not going to, we can agree to disagree on uh, girls who have been uh, raped, defiled in schools and then deny them going back to school. We're not going to do that. It's, it's simple. We're not going to do that because these are rights that affect someone's life, yeah. That other women have died for. We're not going to play that game, yeah. Something that comes to politics, I'm very, I'm very, um, I'm very, very, uh, say rigid, but I'm very mindful of what you say and what you do. So, um, I was very though. I've had uh, relatives who are in government and they say certain things and then you're like we <laughs> you see a friend who doesn't really relate to that person mm. tearing them apart you need to understand at the end of the day your people represent something that has affected these people's lives your friends lives yeah so how are you going to play that most of the times i i step back and i'm like you know what i love my relative but i also understand their actions have hurt you so i'm going to take a step back yeah and let you do your thing i'm not going to be that person it's it's something that i'm still trying to learn how to navigate to be honest because you're going make you run mad honestly <laughs> Uganda will make you run mad so I cannot lie that I've figured that out yet but the group of friends that I have right now one if you have views that are against mine especially concerning women and that is something that I'm very passionate about I'm not going to I'm not going to start arguing with you so you're either my friend or you're a woman I'm just going to show up for yeah yeah because mm-hmm. the situations where you find up someone who is an acquaintance going through something, I'll show up for you because maybe you will show up for me at one point, regardless of our differences. But I know that your beliefs are dangerous, mm-hmm. so we will. We, I I don't I don't mind you being Muslim when I'm Christian. I don't mind you. I don't mind you. I don't know doing whatever you do. Um, your kind of jobs, your race—that is not the issue. The issue is your politics, your feminist, feminist views. Simple as that. So I'm, I'm going, and I'm, I can't lie here that I figured out the whole political thing because I don't want to be the person who stood by while my relatives were doing something wrong. But I also, like, I also love them and I care about them as people, but I also know they're hurting people. So it's confusing. It's something that I'm yeah. learning and I can't I can't lie to you that tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm like, yeah, I figured out this about the politics and I'm, I'm going to navigate it. But one thing is I've learned to respect people's views. And if my people have hurt your people, I'm going to sit back, let you vent, do your thing the way you have to do it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if your people hurt mine, I'm also going to do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I- so... The, the, the political space is a bit shaky for me, given my background, but also, yeah, um, feminist, I'm not going to, I mean, if, even if you're a family member, we're not going to, we're not going to agree to disagree. Just straight up say that this or not. Yeah? yeah. But when it comes to politics, I'm still trying to navigate that. Because I know what I support, but I also know, like, yeah, I'm confused.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm I confused. Like, I can't like, lie. I like, I like that you said you're confused because, in my experience, adulting, I have realized that mm. life is mostly gray. Yeah, things are not black and white. Life is mostly gray. You can speak mm. to someone, say in office. And they will explain to you their dynamic. And I I think this is why uh, we vote the best people who we think will represent us well. And then when they enter that office, they have a set of challenges that we do not know about. And then end up doing similar things, you know. Mm
2: -hmm. So Mm
1: -hmm. I've also had like friends where I, I, I like say, but like, what is going on, you know and you know someone will tell you we sat down spoke a lot of us spoke prayed interceded got somebody from that church all of us thought this person was the best then they get there and you see them change in your eyes you get so I think for me as a human being what I, I try to do is usually Empathize with both because I know I am as worthy as a child that has been born, but I'm also as worthy as a woman or man going to prison at this very moment. You know, so I I know that yeah. as a human, as human beings, we have the capability to be the worst. And also the capability mm-hmm. to be like the very best, the best on what circumstances were placed in. So usually my arguments, like, and I, I'm always trying to understand because I also know as, as human beings, often we fear things that we do not understand. And so now like mm. say, I am a feminist, but also feminism can be very great. I'm a feminist that doesn't agree that men are trash. You understand? (laughs) Then someone will be like, no, then you're not a feminist. Then it becomes gray. It becomes gray. So Mm. when it comes to beliefs, I think for me, like in friendships, I also understand that they're like, you could argue forever and they are gray. And also my mind can change in two years. Mm. I could outgrow that mentality. I could grow another mentality based on where I'm at in life. But if I know that Pesh is an honest person, I know that Pesh is there for me whenever I need her. I know that Pesh, like separating, I think for me, what I've decided to do, and maybe it's a wrong thing, is Mm. trying to separate what I know Pesh is that I've seen based on her actions versus what she believes in that I may not agree Mm -hmm. with, that is mostly grey. So I find that so interesting in friendships. And I'm not saying either is right or wrong, but I just find it always so interesting to watch in friendships, yeah.
2: I think think, uh, when it comes to politics, especially that that, that thing of politics, um, as much as I think you cannot stand on the sidelines, at some point you can't especially if it's to do with oppression, people are dying. You can't stand on the sidelines forever. You will have to choose a side and you will have to stand up for it. Yeah. So if you are on the privileged side and you're not saying anything, your silence means you support that side. Yeah. So at what point do do we just keep quiet and let people vent stand with them it is very important to know that yeah yeah Yeah. you need to understand that you can't stand where you can't always you can't always you can't always stand on the sidelines and um because i'm related to that person i can't say anything no you cannot because i mean i'm not i'm
1: not saying like social media i'm just saying like in friendships, like me and you, Kesh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, are sitting down and talking. So, of course, mm. if you're if if you we are sitting down and talking and say maybe your person has hurt me, right? Yeah, the person yeah. has hurt me and they are and you're coming to me and you're telling me this, this, this. Of course, there's no way I'm going to keep quiet because we yeah. are we are having a conversation. So I'm probably yeah. going to sympathize with you. Sympathize mm. with you and tell you what I also think, right? In my co- like in the dynamic of our friendship okay. Still, okay. Exactly. So I'm not I'm trying to get it into like two people having a conversation in a friendship. I'm not saying like on social media or oh, okay. Yeah, that's the thing that I'm trying to speak about. Like two people ah. in a friendship. Yes.
2: Okay, wow. because I was looking at it from the angle of um the social media fine both of you are online and then your friend speaks about something that has hurt them mm-hmm. yeah yeah what are you going to do in that situation and that person that they're talking about is your relative what are you going to do in that moment on social media yeah? no i'm saying generally are you In you going to in, reach in... out to them exactly like yeah, let's say uh let's say rebecca um let's say you have an uncle mm-hmm. who is in power Mm. and we are friends and your uncle does something to hurt me mm. um and then I go online and talk about it what are you going to do for your friend how are you going to show up for them to show that you support them okay so yeah are you going to that- retrieve <laughs> in 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 in? because I've seen that in wow. uh in our, in our spaces in Uganda there's been a lot of those kinds of dynamics of you have friends who belong to this party and friends who belong to that party how do you see that out? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, honestly, what I would do is I would yeah. reach out to the friend because this is my friend. I understand their thought process. I understand their heart. They're not any person on, online that I don't know anything about. I understand they're telling the truth. I will definitely reach out and say, I'm sorry for whatever happened. This is my person, but I don't want you to feel like you cannot discuss these things around me right and stuff like that honestly if i could have a conversation with my uncle i would definitely Mm. have a conversation with my uncle also hear his side of the story and then come back to my friend and say by the way the thing that happened is this thing and this is what led you get to this and this yeah Whether that friend wants to hear it now that is their uh their thing but what i'm not going to do pesh is only say okay because my friend has said that my friend has been hurt by my uncle i am definitely on my friend's side and my uncle is blacklisted
2: Mm -hmm.
1: do you get it Mm. yeah because for me i feel like that's how like high school friendships are it's the same thing you said something about me and i am out
0: No, no no let's sit
1: down and have a discussion so if this mm. uncle of mine i'm like okay definitely going to go and say like but yeah what happened because even mm. me didn't like the thing and it directly affected my friend and this and this and also depending on that, what my uncle tells me is now i can make a judgment but after speaking to both people if they're in my mm. control than just saying that you mm-hmm. know what no yeah fuck those guys they they're not great uh they're just stealing, stealing money and stuff like that without actually knowing the dynamic I think that's what I would do.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And then, hmm, how do you, how have you found that you are, how do you nurture your friendships?
2: Hmm. Mm. In what sense? So, uh,
1: like you said, we keep saying like uh, friendships, adult friendships actually require work. So, if they require work, yeah. that means there's a lot of nurturing that goes into them yeah yeah so what's yeah. your process there's, like? there's
2: a lot of of let's go out let's spend some time together not mm. just the texting and and calling um when your friend is going through something you actually show up for them you yeah recently i i lost i've lost so many people this this month Sorry. and at one point i think i shut down I i i wasn't crying as i was just there And my friends surprised me. Like, I think that was like the most beautiful thing ever. They just just showed up. And I mean, they just showed up. And they, it was the most, I think that was the most beautiful thing that has happened to me this month, (laughs) this year. Seeing them there and showing up for me. and like, Like one spending the night, like, oh, have you eaten? Let's do this. Let's show up for you like this. I think that has been really good for me and sometimes we are always like I I don't think friendships are Let's text every day let's talk every day but no we get time and share and talk and figure out where we are how can I support you how can I be there for you how have you been loved what do you need or how do we celebrate you how do you want to be celebrated the things that you like we cheer you when you're celebrating we're there for you when you're grieving I think that is very important for us to be able to show up for each other. And that's something that we have been very, my friends and I have been very um, intentional about. Yeah. yeah. And I'm yeah. grateful for that. I think that has held us like at the end of the day, regardless of what is happening around us, we will show up for each other in one way or the other. Yeah. That's beautiful.
1: Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. I saw a quote recently by Thich Nhat Hanh. Uh, uh, Mm. like he passed away this week as well and uh what he said was his quote he said when you love someone the best thing you can offer that person is your presence and it's like indeed like this is gospel truth (laughs) it's the truth so when you say show up and not just text but be there in the moments that matter and stuff like that i feel like yeah that's like an A-plus
2: way of nurturing friendships, for sure. Yeah. 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 It yeah. is. It is very important to show up like that, like, physically. Even if it's not physical. Even if it's not physical, like, just show up for your friends. I mean, how else are you going to... How else are they going to know that you actually there for them? Right. Yeah? right. Because I think at the end of the day, even if it's another kind of relationship... How else are you showing up for your people? That's how they get to know that you love them. Not just through words, but through actions. I can tell you, I love you, I love you, I love you, but right <laughs> you have to prove it at the end of the day. I mean, it's not I'm trying to prove my love to you kind of thing, but it's the actions that speak louder. I mean, I know it's cliche and all that, but, <laughs> but
1: it's, it true. Is.
2: it's true. It's true. It's true. Yeah. It's actions that speak louder. If I say I love you and what I'm doing online is hurting you, that is completely different. Right. Yeah. Then what I'm saying is not true. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the one way I've like nurtured and been able to grow my friendships is be there for my friends. And also give them the space to be there for me. Because usually I think it's a firstborn thing or a learner thing also. You have to figure out everything on your own. Do this on your own. (laughs) Be the hard girl, strong woman, hashtag, all those things. But no, (laughs) at the end of the day, you need support. And when you give your friends the room to help you, that means you trust them. That means you're being vulnerable with them, which is a good thing.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And could you please tell us more about the Ugandans on Twitter marketplace?
2: Uh, so UT Marketplace started as UT Market Day, the hashtag is UOT Market Day, the account is team Marketplace, and um, I started it as a way of giving back to Ugandans on Twitter because they, they really support me when I'm on gigs, when I'm doing a job, they really do support me, I mean, Sometimes we look down on one retweet and we're like, ah, I'm just retweeting. But it's that retweet that will get you a client, that will get you into a boardroom, that will get you your, back, your bank check. So
0: yeah.
2: those people have been there for me. And I was like, how do I support them? So I created a hashtag that you use to post your business. To um, You post your business and then other people retweet and I retweet. And then you get into a bigger space. Because sometimes you start a business, you have five followers and you're trying to sell something which is hard so that kind of space it's like right now you should just type in the hashtag and something which you're looking for say looking for earrings and you add the hashtag then you'll get all the vendors they will all pop up yeah Mm -hmm. and then you get to choose like you literally walked into a market except it's online right so that is what it is so my idea is I want more people to plug into it but sometimes I don't even have to tweet about it and people go and use the hashtag and they search for clients people have gotten clients of that which makes me really happy and it is going to go because I have plans for it I mean sometimes I'm so busy and all that but I do have plans for it and soon I'll be announcing the different partnerships that we are doing in classes and all these things plans that I have for online businesses in Uganda so we created a Twitter account. It's called Your Team Marketplace. We're working on an Instagram account. We have a Facebook group. I think Facebook has issues. Like <sighs> it's very hard to, of it's very hard to do anything on Facebook apart from, I don't know, post That's a photo true. and go. That's it's true. very hard. So that has been a bit tricky for me, but Twitter is still there and I'm still supporting you. So go, tweet your business, at the hashtag Your Team Market Day and we will support you.
1: I love it. I really, really do. And uh, in case somebody has listened this far, what's one thing you'd want them to not forget about our conversation today?
2: Um, Friendships. Have women who are your friends. Women, we need to invest in friendships with other women. Women are not too hard to be friends with. Women are not bitchy. It's just that When we become friends with women, we share a lot, just like in any other relationship, and it kind of bounces back and hits us in the face when that doesn't mess up. But when they mess up, let's let's give them that grace that we give other people, Mm. yeah? Let's be kinder, let's be more gracious to women.
1: Yeah, I think that's the word, and it's a beautiful word. Because at the
2: end of the day, sorry, um, I am saying at the end of the day, it's women who are going to shop for you. Mm. Women will show up for you. It might not be the best friend you have right now. It might not be your mom. It will be some woman out there will show up for you. So nurture your friendships with with women. Be kinder to them. Be more like when they talk about you, sit down and say, hey, Pesh, you said this, I didn't like this. You tweeted this, I didn't like this. Yeah. And then they'll explain or they'll apologize. Yeah. Yeah. So let's do that. The same way we treat other friendships, the same way we should treat this when she said put in the work let's be gracious and kind as women
1: i love it i love it and that's a beautiful way to end thank you so much Pesh. it's been so nice speaking to you
2: thank you too thank you for having me
1: All right. you're welcome
2: many thanks to you for
0: finishing yet another episode of the connectivity podcast If you haven't yet, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. That way, you'll never miss an episode. I want to hear from you. What were your key takeaways? Head on over to my Instagram or Facebook at Connectivity Podcast to continue the conversation. This is Rebecca signing off. Connect soon.